1: Friday form battle. Yeah, um, they've suspended this market for race, so. Just quickly on one of those news items with Marvin Gaye and Ed Sheeran. As somebody who's written a bit, a bit of music in their life and loves music, every pop song is a derivation of every other pop song. There's only about six chords they ever use, and there's only so many vocal melodies, and there's only so, so many things you can do. Stop suing each other. Now I don't know why the market has been suspended here. And hello, J-Bond. Hi, he is. hello. I don't know who that text is, but hello. But race two, Dan, um, <laughs> it doesn't shock me that Bohemian Rhapsody is so short. She's a monstrous mare. Um, and I wrote in the form comment, she's been dreaming of coming to Australia because 17 of her starts, I think, or, or something similar, have been from behind the strands uh, for only a couple of wins. She's a mobile horse. She's got really good gate speed. I think she's going to do a big, big job on Australian soil, and I think it's going to start tomorrow night at Melton.
0: Look, uh, four mobile runs, her last three mobiles have been wins. Yeah. She's worked to the lead in all of them. She's got decent gait speed, I wouldn't say she's a fast beginner, but she can work her way to the top, uh, and I think this sort of race is going to suit it. Now, I don't think she's trialled, um, but Andy's very good at getting his horses first up, um, and, and then finding the right race for them, so she does look a mobile horse uh like you say and that's probably part of the reason why andy was uh, accepting in um, in in buying her for clients and bringing her over here so this is a winnable race obviously for bohemian rhapsody if she's right i guess there's always that element of of doubt, because you don't want to get sucked in because she's such a a, a dominant price to believing oh she should win, rather than seeing something with your own eyes recently as to how she's going. Yeah. So, um, with that in mind, I, I, I was searching for something that to get a bit of confidence could beat her, and I actually can't find it, yeah. Jason. Um, so I'm left with her on top, uh, depending on which way she goes, you know, she firms into odds on or she gets out marginally. Um, I don't know if I could steer anyone into backing her, but from what I've seen of her, uh, the likelihood of her getting to the front, like if she didn't lead, that'd be an interesting scenario because uh, all of her mobile wins have been when she has led. Uh, Lettuce Trot, I think the horse is going well. It's funny, one of those horses that I thought had gate speed and then last week I had to scratch my head, maybe not as much gate speed as I thought um, because I doubt Lettuce Trot could cross Baron Huey initially um copa i thought she trialed pretty well first up and uh and then the nine ebodies avenger so you know in a way bohemian rhapsody has picked itself rather than me doing the hard work and picking it um so i've put uh, the four on top four two seven nine are my selections here um and i beg the question to you is this the real life or is this just fantasy
1: well i'll tell you what as i wrote the form comment she's the size of the operatic epic after which she is named, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, and I think this is the real life. Um, you made a, an excellent point. She, Bohemian Rhapsody, has good, like, very good gait speed, really nice gait speed. But the critical key is, and it's the same with the horses and humans. If you've got a giant horse rolling up beside you and saying, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm now beside you. I'm ahead in front of you." Um, do you want to get into war with me or should you just let me go? Now, most of the time, particularly in a race like this, I think they'll let her go. And that means I think she will find the front. So I mean, it's it's hard to declare horses that you know so little about in reality. But I'm with you. I tried to find well who can who can beat her. Let us trot I think has got good gate speed, but I from what I saw on Saturday night, they don't they're reluctant to use it too often. Um And like you say, I think Elder Baron Huey can hold it comfortably anyway. I don't think it'll it'll get involved. I think Huey would hand up to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And so our numbers are very similar. Four, seven, two and nine. I'm still intrigued to work out where Kai Valley Hotspur is at because um, I won't call it a tragedy at this point, but certainly early doors, Dan, I thought Kai Valley Hotspur was the equal or potentially superior of any horse in its generation, we're talking about your Olaviches and elder and Zeus's and um, some wonderful horses and Cloverly Hotspur. We never know why this happens, do we? But it's just flatlined and it, it can't be a bettable proposition at the moment, but it would be nice to see it run a big race.
0: Yeah, look, just off the back of a break, with trotters, it can go one of two ways. They can need the run or uh, whatever problem they had last preparation can be quickly turned around and they can improve... 50 metres. So I'd keep an eye on the market with Kai Valley Hotspur. If it's, I don't know what price it is at the moment, it's $10. So say 10 If it's $10 and a seven, you want to react to that and include it in your exotics or whatever else you're trying to do. It could go the other way and start $26 too because it needs the run. So again, there's a bit of guesswork in this race um, and we're working within um, what we've got. And I think uh, that all points to, at this stage, Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: See what's a little bit funny here, dad, and I don't want to I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. All the markets at the moment during this Friday form panel seemingly to meet the tab have been suspended.
0: My I'm still getting the markets up at the moment, oh, so I actually okay. was concentrating on trying to get the you know, checking to see if there was any late scratch or any scratchings and the like, but I'm still getting my markets up on tab if that's the okay. same um okay. website you're looking at so um i've i'm getting it now i'm going to refresh my page and i might lose everything um no they're still up I, i've still got them yep
1: I don't know what's happening in my world but then very few do do they um race three on the card
0: <laughs> three Yeah, that's a dollar ten times <laughs> yeah
1: I can tell what's going on with it in everybody else's world. Great 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 at sort of helping people out and mentoring and looking after their not not so much APG Gold Hello, Bullion. Jo- three year three year old Phillies final. The first of three Gold Bullion finals. And I've gotta say, um I'm so I've been a coward here again. I was a coward last week. I should have tipped Heavenly Charm, I didn't. Really and truly it's a versus forty versus three forty in the market that I can see at the moment between Sahara Breeze and Little Miss Lily. I've marked them. Uh, what have I marked them? One ninety, two fifty. I really think it should be nearly nearly two twenty each of two. So I, I'm, Little Miss Lily did all the hard work in the heat. Mm. Twenty seven eight off the gate. Um, drew to the front, and like I'm a huge believer. When you make that dip at the start, when you make that commitment, and you burn the petrol, and it's unsuccessful and you still find a way to be in the finish. And Sahara Breeze cruised up, and then Little Miss Lily said, well, you might win, but I'm not going to make it easy for you. So I don't think there's hardly anything between these two, Dan.
0: I agree. I don't think there's much between them at all. I think the difference was first up. Little Miss Lily was hard fit, so she could sustain a harder run, and she did work very hard. It was a terrific performance. Sahara Breeze was first up this year and had the right run, had to win under the circumstances and I think partly switched off late and or peaked late because she was first up. I think there's actually more improvement in Sahara Breeze. Initially, we had a bit of banter during the week and we yeah. identified why they aren't closer together. And I said to you, my first thought was they should be closer together because to my eye, more obvious little Miss Lily was seemingly the better run. And then I, I, I specifically went through Sahara Breeze and I thought the barrier... Little Miss Lily's got gate speed. Sahara Breeze has got slightly more gate speed, I think. And I think can lead. And then it's up to Greg Sugars, who takes the drive. Chris Halford's in Sydney tomorrow night, as to what he wants to do. But I reckon the horse can improve a couple of lengths at least, uh, fitness-wise, on its first up run. Now, everything was made to water for it, and uh, and it got the prize. Little Miss Lily might have to sit parked again. And I, I'm not saying she can't win it, but it might be advantage for Sahara Breeze. So I've gone three from five. I was wanting to go the other way and support you. Um, um Sorry, I feel like I've let you down a little bit. No,
1: I've been a cow down. I'm going three from five as well. So You're doing the same thing. I, yeah. I, I, I'm just looking at the prices and thinking, mm. you know, I, I, on that basis, as we always do, that that, that I, I think they will compress a little bit uh, before race start.
0: Uh, delightful Tammy, not much luck. Last time got shuffled right back when she was making ground. Uh, you could probably make a case for over the line similarly. Uh, Paradise Valley hit the line really well, still a maiden, but was unimpeded and was running on strongly. They all come out pretty much of the same race. So. Uh, my tips here are three and three from five, three, five, six, nine. Remember, this is the first league of the big six. I so don't think you have to go too wide. Um, I think just Sahara Breeze and Little Miss Lily uh, are the main two. The rougher one for the minimal percent, I'd throw in Delightful Tammy.
1: We should have a party first four, um, Stinger here, because uh, Nikita Ross and I used to have exactly the same first four quite often. Uh, a little bit like Warren Huntley and the late Dean Lester back in the day. There's A-Rod. He's just been in a fight with Nims, and I believe Nims won comfortably from what I saw from this perspective. Uh, three, five, six, and nine, exactly the same numbers. And I've told Ollie we're going to uh, we're gonna track these big sixes. Numbers three and five
0: for me, Dan. Yeah, likewise, three. Uh, if you worked out on a, a number of different big sixes, I'd say um, three with a, fair, a little bit more percentage than the five, but I think they're the two, three and five.
1: Let's go for a break, come back. When we do, we'll talk about the Tab Young, Pedro, free for all. I've already tweeted about this. i Mark Max Delight. Very, 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 very short, and the money has come. Back soon.